You owe it to yourself and to the world to stand up for what you believe in. It's Evie here. Welcome to EML Radio, where we are always talking truth. All of those things you need to hear that nobody else is willing to say. Hello, truth seekers. Today's episode of EML Radio is sponsored by Strong Start. Strong Start is a new 90-day program designed to give you the opportunity through a structured program to start living your most fulfilling life. When it comes to eating, moving, and living, there are three critical things to develop in order for you to have lasting success. And those are self-discipline, knowledge, and accountability. So after devoting over a decade of my life to coaching and nutrition and fitness and mindset, I found myself losing accountability and self-discipline. Now I know exactly what it takes to create a fit body and a mind and a spirit to live to my highest potential. But over the last year, I felt myself just slipping, which is why I decided to develop the Strong Start program. Strong Start gives you absolutely everything you need to bring order back to your life, especially in a time of great chaos like we're in right now. It's designed over a 90-day period with three 30-day phases. So phase one is designed for you to really hone in on developing self-discipline. And then phase two allows you to start using that newfound discipline to incorporate more choices into your eating and into your movement. And then phase three, man, that gives you the runway that you need to put all the newfound discipline and knowledge into place so you can sustain this progress for the rest of your life. So Strong Start works by providing you a complete program guide with exercises for absolutely every fitness level so that you know that what you're actually doing is going to produce the greatest results. And it keeps you moving in a way that is safe and that's functional for your lifestyle. It also gives you the mindset exercises to ensure that you're shifting your mind into seeking the most from yourself every single day. Because all of the exercises and all of the nutrition advice in the world won't help unless you work on building that mental toughness first. It also provides you a hardbound mindset and accountability journal so that you are writing down and tracking your progress every single day for those 90 days. And then lastly, the Strong Start Nutrition Guide uses my colors, not calories method in order to teach you how to eat so that you will never have to go on a diet again. Listen, Strong Start is changing my life and it is changing the lives of countless others. And it will undoubtedly change yours too. So head on over to evfats.com and learn more about Strong Start. Just remember, it is never too late to seek out and create a better you, but you just have to start. This episode is brought to you by Copow. Brighter food, brighter life. At Copow, we allow you to treat yourself to not cooking. Incredibly colorful, powerful meals delivered directly to you that taste like you're dining out but at home. At Copow, we believe that colors taste better. We only use fresh, 
seasonal, colorful ingredients packed with all the good stuff so boring beige foods need not apply. It's nutrition that you can actually see. Nature provides incredible ingredients year-round. So if it's not in season, you're not going to find it in our food. So look, diets don't work. Food you want to eat does. Copal meals are perfectly balanced, craveably good, and help you eat right without you even knowing it. So whether you are looking to take a break from cooking just a few times per week, need business or lunchtime meals, or you're a busy family who needs a combination of meals for parents and kids, Kopow has the perfect weekly meal plan for you. So just visit kopow.com, that's C-O-P-O-W.com, and input your zip code to find out if Kopow meals are delivered in your area. Kopow, brighter food, brighter life. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of BML Radio. We're going to talk about what kind of moral character we have today. Most importantly, we're going to we're going to talk a little bit about how do we recognize and catch ourselves from committing small acts of moral assault on our own character that eventually lead us to a place where we aren't even really standing up for what's right. And we're surrendering our character and what we believe in because it's just the easier route to take. So this topic is something, obviously, I th- I, something I think about all the time as it is, what kind of character I have and working on making sure that I do stand up for what's right. It's part of the, it's probably the main reason I have this show and why it's called Talking Truth is because I'm not afraid to say the things that most people are afraid to say. I think that we're living in a time where the truth is is something people are completely rejecting. And then not only rejecting, but trying to keep people and silence people from speaking the truth and then asking people to believe little lies and pretend like they're the truth. (laughs) It's kind of a messed up time. So anyway, this topic came to mind strongly about two weeks ago when I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast and he had on Douglas Murray, who Douglas Murray, if you're not familiar, is a British author who wrote the book, The Madness of Crowds. Phenomenal book. I highly recommend. It is so important. It is such a relevant and important read during our current times. Just about, and kind of in the gist of it, it's about you know, the pressure and the bullying and the detriment of groupthink and the way groupthink and bullying by very specific groups and, you know, quote unquote, this woke crowd and how this woke crowd now has really kind of kind of seeped into mainstream thinking. And we're all now kind of being forced to be quiet about things that make other people uncomfortable, flat out not tell the truth or just silence our own voices. And I mean, we've got we've got silencing and censoring going on all over the place. And how the gist of his book is, you know, how easy it is when we start to to allow ourselves to be silenced or to silence our own selves in small ways because it's just easier that way. And when we start doing that, we eventually have completely abandoned 
our morals and completely abandon our character and what we really believe in. So read the book. I highly recommend it. And if you're into audiobooks, that's great because he actually reads this book for himself. So um, if you're into audiobooks, definitely grab it on audiobook. It's a pleasure to, to listen to. Anyway, so I was listening to this podcast and he was he about midway through, he gives this just unbelievably powerful kind of diatribe on the importance of not being some schlep that is easily crushed and silenced. And then you're just supposed to kind of solder off like you just you're just compliant in what you really believe in doesn't matter and and you're willing to just to just silence yourself and the detriments of doing that and the importance of going to your grave knowing that at all costs you stood up for what you believe in and what is right so as i was listening to this and believe me i'm not doing it justice this if you haven't listened to the podcast too definitely listen to that episode i don't know what episode it is but you can find it on joe rogan and they recorded it back before the election um it was actually back before the election in the us so um it's interesting from that regard too so as I was listening to this, needless to say, I was super inspired and char- I, like it actually brought me to tears because I'm all about speaking the truth. Heck, it's the name of my show. The tagline for this show is all of the things you need to hear that nobody else is willing to say. And I pride myself on that. I am willing to say a lot of things other people, for one, don't want to hear, but they need to. And I'll tell you, it's scary sometimes. Not sometimes. It's scary a lot. This year in particular, it was very scary and came very close to home with a lot on the line for us. But all of that aside, as scary as it is, as as lonely as it is, I'll tell you what, I would take all of that over knowing that I am being subjugated by a system or people that don't want to hear what I have to say. And I can go to bed at night, sleeping well, and look at myself in the mirror every day, knowing that I have strong moral character. That's what's most important. So as I was leading, as I was listening to this podcast, and he was giving this really inspiring talk, I was like, yes. But at the same time, I found myself feeling irritated. And I was like, God, why, where am I? Why am I feeling irritated? That's weird. And then my husband got home that night. And I found myself just highly irritated with him. I was like, what in the hell is going on? Like, why would that inspiring discussion lead me to feel irritated? And then it dawned on me. Earlier this year, I made the wrong decision and was pressured into taking down a social media post of mine that certain people in the medical community didn't like. And I'm not going to go into all of the intimate details of this, but I just I'll, I'll give you enough of the information for you to realize like why it for one, why I was tempted and then actually did allow myself to be silenced in a time of weakness of which now I highly regret. And so I'll give you just enough information for you to kind of understand the scenario in a nutshell. It came to our attention back in September that 
there were people in the medical community somewhere out here in our local community that didn't like what I post on social media, whether it be something that was a funny meme about overweight people <laughs> lining up to get vaccinated um, and nobody taking responsibility for their health through nutrition and all the other things. And I mean, shit, you guys, this is stuff I talk about all the time. It's what I teach, right? I believe in people taking care of themselves. And I actually have dedicated my whole entire adult life to helping people improve their health, not just their physical health, but their mental well-being, their social well-being, their financial well-being, all of it, the whole package. So this is this aren't surprising things that I post this stuff like this is what I do for a living. And it came to our attention that there has been a file kept with I, I think it was titled Evie Fats Posts. There was an entire file that was kept in our local medical facility on me and all of the posts <laughs> that I've posted over the last year or so on social media comical. Apparently, there's someone out there or some people out there that don't like what I have to say, and they find it necessary to report it to our local hospital. Now, it's comical because I just want to remind you, I don't work at the hospital. <laughs> I'm just a private citizen with a business, no less, that is dedicated to teaching people health and fitness and expressing truth and opinions of my own. And just so you know, reminder that we're all entitled to our own opinions. Beautiful thing. <laughs> um, so anyway, it was brought to our attention that people didn't like what I had to say. And there was one particular post that really just kind of threw gasoline on what I didn't even know was kind of a kindling fire behind the scenes. And I had no idea any of this was even going on. So anyway, my husband got drug into this whole entire deal because he is part of this local community, uh, medical community. And... Bottom line, it was like, make your wife be quiet. Tell her to take down these posts. Or we have some serious issues with you. Now, this is so fundamentally wrong and fucked up. I don't even know where to start. So just like number one, spouses aren't responsible for what their spouses say. And then I never pull the woman card, but let's just, I mean, it's kind of funny if you think about it. People telling a man, you know what? You need to like quiet your wife up. You need to shut your wife up. We don't like what she has to say. And I had posted something that was information that had come to me that there was a doctor in our local community that was triple vaccinated and had tested positive with COVID and didn't quarantine. Now, I don't know if it's true. I do know that it wasn't just one, but it was probably at least a dozen people that reached out to let me know that this was the case. I didn't post the guy's name. I just said, look, there might be elitists around us um, and hypocrites just giving you a heads up. Well, it really ticks some people off. And long story short, my husband was out of town. He had no idea any of this was even going on. And he was demanding, my husband was demanding, like, take that down. And I said, no, I'm not going to take it down. <laughs> like, I have the right given to me by God and protected by the First Amendment of this country. I have the right to free speech. I didn't name any names. I didn't say anything that wasn't true. So instead of actually, and let's, I want to point this out, instead of anybody, my husband included, instead of anybody stopping for a second and asking these two questions, one, 
why on earth does a major facility here have a file on Eve's posts? Like, why would that exist? That's pretty freaking weird. And number two, is there any validity to what she just said? Because if it's true that a doctor actually went to work testing COVID positive, that's kind of a problem and it kind of breaks hospital policy. No, it doesn't seem like anybody was really kind of interested in looking into any of that. They just wanted to shoot the messenger. They just wanted to quiet me. And get, you guys have to realize the emotional side of this and just um, the turmoil that caused within our family. Like my husband doesn't want to be drug into something that has nothing to do with him, but he was, but not by me. So anyway, through all of this controversy and upset, I agreed to take the post down. And I hadn't really thought much about it since, other than the fact that I, I was... I was regretful that I did it. Um, I was glad in the fact that like it kind of somewhat got my husband off the hook, but it really didn't. I mean, because he still ended up getting removed as the director of interventional radiology. He still got taken off of his executive board, all because of things that I said on my social media. Right. Um, But what I didn't realize is that simple act of. Of surrendering to pressure and bullying. And to silencing myself, even just if something so minor is like just taking down the post, right? And that was my husband's argument. Just take it down. We don't need this problem. Just take it down. And I did. And then all these months later, here I am sitting with like this pit in my stomach going like, God, what is bothering me? And then what's bothering me so much that I'm actually feeling kind of resentful and and irritated at my own husband. And that was it. And yeah, it's just one social media post, but it's not just one social media post. It was me committing a moral assault on myself. I went against everything I believe and went against everything that I encourage others to do by allowing pressure and outside forces that don't like what I have to say to silence me. And, you know, when I read this book, The Madness of Crowds, I realized it's a huge eye opener. I can't stress enough how much you guys need to read this book. But I realized this kind of bullshit bullying from institutions has been going on for a really long time. It started in academia and now it has infiltrated every other institution out there and every other industry out there. We are all being forced to be quiet and silence our opinions. We are all being forced to go through bullshit equity training and all the other things that this woke bullying crowd wants us to do. And you know what's so sickening is people are just going along with it. And I didn't realize until I read this book, like what a fool I've been. I had no idea that. People have been inflicting this kind of pressure to be quiet on people for a really long time now. And because it hadn't personally affected me or my loved ones, I really didn't realize how far out of control it had gotten. And I guarantee most of you listening had no idea how far it's gotten, how far out of control it's gotten, unless you've actually been a victim of it. 
And then what did I do? I caved. I took down the post. Well, (laughs) that's never going to happen again. I'll tell you that. Because I will... I will deal with any consequences I need to. And I've made it very clear to my husband that what I say, the opinions I express are not going to be silenced, even if it causes him discomfort, because I would prefer that over me not being able to look at myself in the mirror. And you know what's funny? The last note on this post and stuff is out and about in the community. I cannot tell you how many people have come up to me, people I do not even know, and said, I want you to know that I saw that post that you made, and I am so thankful. I am so thankful for the things that you go out there and say, because there's so much shit that happens that nobody knows about, and we're all quiet about it because we don't want to lose our jobs. And thank you so much for being a voice. So I'll take that any day of the week over the threats and the bullying that I would be susceptible to for saying the things that I'm going to say. So I want you to really ponder, where is it in your life that you are being quiet, agreeing to things that you don't really agree with? Where are you willing to just kind of keep the peace when it goes against what you truly believe in? It's probably a lot of different areas of your life. It may be in your relationships. It may be at work. It may be just within yourself. Maybe little lies you're trying to convince yourself are true. When you do that, you are committing a moral offense a moral assault against yourself, and inevitably that will destroy your character. I was looking, perfect example of that is I was seeing some videos just in the last couple of days of what this craziness that's going on in New York City with people being arrested at Applebee's. And then I think it was yesterday I saw the video and the headline of a veteran that was being arrested at a fast food establishment for not having his vaccine passport. And I got to tell you, watching these police officers behave in the way they're behaving is absolutely disgusting. Now, let me tell you, I completely support law enforcement. Shit, I trained our county SWAT team for five years. I have a lot of police officer and law enforcement friends. I support them. But they are not these cops in New York City that are enforcing these bullshit laws. They're not even a law. This bullshit mandate and regulation. I don't respect them. I don't support them. That's a perfect example of people just where it leads. When you go, you know what? I can't stand up for what I believe in because I'm going to lose my job. Oh, really? Talk to me and my husband about that. Yeah, we fucking just dealt with it for the whole last several months. It's horrible. It's horrible, but it's worth it. Because if you're not going to stand up, who do you think's going to do it? We like think about this. Think about where we were 2 years ago with we're just going to shut down for 2 weeks to slow the curve, to flatten the curve. Slow the spread. 
Not even two years later, we now are seeing police officers in this country arresting people for fucking eating at a fast food restaurant. (laughs) They probably have committed little moral assaults on themselves long enough that now they have completely lost touch with their character. Where have you done that? Where are you doing that in your life right now? It not only hurts everyone else in society, but who it harms more than anything is you. Because at the end of the day, you are the one that has to look at yourself in the mirror and know that you are not standing up for what is right. You are not standing up for what you believe in. I don't know about you, but that is not what I want in my life. In my life, I am going to continue to stand up for what is right. I have vowed that I am no longer, even in the smallest ways, I am no longer going to succumb to pressure and bullying. And I am going to stand up for what is true, no matter what the cost. People that have walked this earth before you have done that, done that to the extent of giving and sacrificing their own lives for you. You owe it to yourself and to the world to stand up for what you believe in. So here's the truth that I'm going to leave you with today. Instead of setting some kind of New Year's resolution, instead of trying to lose some weight or donate more of your time or any of the other things that you say you're going to do at the start of a new year, instead of all of that, focus on strengthening your character. Because I'll tell you what, when you strengthen your character, all of those other things fall into place. Thanks a lot for tuning in. We'll see you next time.